Good evening. You're in tune to the meeting of the Inner Circle, and this is Adama thanking you for being right where you are in this now moment of eternity. And so we need to have a conversation about what it is to really walk in the wealth of yourself, to really feel it on the inside. And see, that's where this uh, sense of lack is with so many ones that feel as though you can afford the things that you can afford, but we realize the greatest things that we were given, we didn't have to pay for. That's our lives, our breath, the divine design of our body temples, the sun that shines and the rain that falls and the earth that continues to nourish us and the whole frequency of energy that is life itself has not charged us a dime, but there is a right way to live it. There's a right way to be with it. And we are so unduly influenced by a culture that is a death culture that it is absolutely senseless to think that money has greater value than the lives of the people or the planet or the creatures. Our being in a position now where you are really being called to rise and I've been calling you to rise for quite a while and as many of you listen and so many of you who have uh, become a part of the inner circle that meets with me, and other ones who just kind of come in and out and come in and out. I'm just saying is that, you know, your life is your gift and you will never have anything greater. But the thing that makes our lives worthwhile, the things that gives our lives substance is the substance and the quality of people that we are connected to and that we interact with and that we have conversations with and that we are able to really feed each other spiritually and mentally and not just physically. You understand, to be in a place and space where we are willing to invest in ourselves, invest in our cellular liberation that is a requisite as a result of the pandemic that was already in effect before the coronavirus or the initiative for this COVID. 19 uh, certification or whatever, but we have to come to a point in place where we realize that, you know, God is really the uh, elephant in the room, that everybody is part- participating with and by virtue of, but then we don't want to have that conversation. I remember when I came forward to the airwaves initially ones and ones couldn't figure out what I was talking about and I'm saying if you can't figure out what I'm saying then it's obviously you're not the inner circle you know but to feel as though the politics should be you know consistently talked about to feel as though the socialization and uh, people sexual this and sexual that and all of these other things are worthy of conversation but we don't have the right or should not have the commonality or or the common sense to discuss that which beats our hearts and breathes us or put us in a place and space where we are able to transcend, transform, and transmute everything to serve our greatest good. But because you're oriented towards the worldliness of things when we were told to be in the world but not of it, to come to a point and place where we're realizing that the spiritual things or the, the truths, the things that we got when we were yay high in church, these things are still applied and we've yet to see it fully acclimated in anybody, particularly the systems of things. 
And so to have and be a part of a socialization, a miseducation, religious training, and whatnot, where no one took responsibility to have a proper orientation as to what the purpose in being on the planet actually is, means that everything is skewed and there's no correction that could be made until we get clear about what the purpose in being on the planet actually is. And so we were told to know the truth and the truth would make us free. But if you're not accepting your degree of willful enslavement to your appetites and desires, to your passions, to your lust, to your addictions and all of that, then it doesn't matter whether you know the truth or not, you know, because you are a detriment to yourself. And we've been told a house divided against itself shall not stand. Now, because you believe in death and that's part of what death culture is, then you don't feel as though there really is any difference in your finality. It's like, well, no matter what I do, you know, I got to die for something. And I'm like, we're already in the realm of eternity, and this is why it's necessary for us to really care to be rightly oriented on a planet that is a biospheric intergalactic spaceship, and these bodies were divinely designed and designed divinely for this cosmic journeying. We did not come up out the ground. We came to the earth through the wombs of our mothers, sparked by the divine sacred fluid from our fathers, and then have no proper orientation as to the sacredness of existence, the sacredness of being, the sacredness of life. To be dwelling in the presence of this absolute reality that you all refer to as God, but it is the creator of gods and goddesses. It is beyond the personalities of of ones and ones of its own creation that we're having to really expand our thought beyond what we have been socialized to believe to come to a point and place where there is deep within us a wholehearted desire for absolute truth because deep within you there is a wholehearted desire for the freedom and the liberation that really allows you to be able to walk the face of this earth in the integrity of the truth of the who that you actually are on behalf of the lineages that you represent to the glory of all of those ones through whom you've come who are with you who've come through you and those that we didn't allow to come and those who've yet to come in a capitalistic materialistic world then we have been hoodwinked and bamboozled to think that things are more important than the value of our lives having come up under the auspices of such a uh, degradation and disenfranchisement and psychological behavioral modification and whatnot to put us in a place where we would rather eat death than live fully. We would rather buy and support dying. We would rather be killing. We think that really protecting ourselves is arming ourselves with guns and whatnot, but we're still feeding off of dead chickens and dead turkeys and dead pigs and all of this, following those ones who did not have sufficient light to really create a culture of, of bright, shining beings. You understand? So I'm just saying is that when you follow those ones who have no love for life, And they feel as though they are truly entitled to subjugate and dominate and castrate and violate anything for their own pleasure, for the hell of it. These people, they love to kill. They love the hunting. They love, you know, it makes them feel great 
to see the life drain from other ones. I'm just saying, what kind of people are they? They're not kind of people at all. They're humankind, kind of. But the issue is, who are you and why would you be a part of something that is not exalting life? And so in our now moment, it's necessary for us to understand that there really is no one who has been issued upon the planet, who has been gifted the purpose in being to be a detriment to themselves or to everyone else. That's just distortion and dysfunction. That's not anybody's purpose to be wicked. It wasn't Hitler's purpose in existence to create a... a, a a generation of genocidal maniacs that follow him. You understand, up until now, where we see that that thing is still going on and these ones are still trying to push this agenda, but that's not purpose in existence. That's distortion and dysfunction that comes as a result of a distorted and a dysfunctional people. And then the other ones where you would say, well, if it wasn't God's will, then how is it happening? It's because each of us have been gifted with so much of the intelligence of existence and we've been given this thing called choice and and free will, but the thing is is that you've been fed the flesh of dead animals and the aborted fetuses of chickens and the pus and mucus of cows and artificially colored and artificially flavored and Nutrisweet and all kinds of candy and sugar and your mom and them were smoking and drinking and getting high and doing all kinds of things. So no, that was not God. That was capitalism. That was an agenda of those ones who were so insecure and so blinded to not be able to see purpose in existence that they created and decided they could do whatever the hell they want to do and get away with it. So they think they can get away with it. And I'm saying nobody gets away with anything because it's absolute law that governs existence. And to get us to come to a place where we are willing to cleanse in order to be corrected, that we are willing to admit the error of our ways so that we are able to be renewed and rebirthed and regenerated and rejuvenated. It is the wisdom of the time that we're in that we have that choice and we have access to whatever is required in order to do it. But if you are so attached to your disease state, your cancer, your heart disease, your diabetes, your this, my that, your the other, I'm telling you, you will hold on to it because you keep claiming it as if it were your truth. It's a situation and condition that has been created as a result of all of this garbage that we have had access to that they call food, which is literally the tool of oppression. Otherwise, how is it that you can have so many educated people and still be facilitating such a stupid system? It has to be stupid because it's creating nothing but stupid people. Stupid in the sense that they refuse to acknowledge that they're in error. You understand? They would rather be in error than be corrected. You understand? It's, it's, it's heart-wrenching to see mothers and fathers continue the same thing that their mothers and fathers did and their mothers and fathers did and their children are dying in front of them and they are not able to respond correctly. That's what I'm talking about. And so, but everybody wants to act as if, oh, the only thing we got to do is find jobs and get money and pay bills and whatnot while you continue to anesthetize, inebriate, intoxicate, violate, and stupefy yourselves. And so I'm the one that is all right with telling the truth and standing on behalf of the truth because I know that that's where we all need to be. We were granted our lives not to be 
killing ourselves. We were given life so that we are able to truly honor the intelligence of our being. We were given life so that we can truly exalt a full effort in our living on behalf of the lineages that we represent. See, we don't know nothing about how our great-great-grandparents were living. We've got stories about it. We can go into the history books and we can go to, to the archives and we can find out what happened here. But the bottom line is that we're in a place and space where we have greater degrees of freedom as a result of the sacrifices that were made. But their lives were not given and gifted and our genealogy gifted to us so that we are free to just throw ourselves away and act as if it's all good, that you have nothing and no one to hold you to any greater accountability for your life. And so I'm encouraging us to realize that all of what has constituted all the pollution in the waterways and in the streets and in the sewage and whatnot are the refuse, the paper, the plastics, the this and that from mostly the death industries. You say, oh, well, what about the water companies? I'm saying still, you understand, you can have drunk all of the water that's in all of those plastic bottles and you wouldn't have all of the disease if you didn't have the flesh of the dead animals, the aborted fetuses of chickens, the pussy mucus of cows, the alcohol, the tobacco, the sugar, and all of that. You understand now, where there is an intention towards wholeness, where there is an intention towards oneness with the absolute reality of existence being so intelligent that it always continues to perpetuate itself, it always exalts a full effort in its living, it's gifted everything that much of itself, which is the fullness of all that we could ever possibly be. But in its infinite wisdom, and the multiplicity of diversity, which is cosmic conformity, is that we each are so uniquely and especially blessed because we have been gifted through the genealogy of through whom we've come. And there was greatness already there because the intelligence of existence is there first. It should not be too much to ask us to come to a point and place where we care to allow the genius in us to come forward. It should not be too much to ask of you to go real deep within yourself and know that that which designed you divinely and divinely designed you did not design you to be a cemetery for the decaying carcasses of pigs and cows and chickens and turkeys and hens and their fetuses and their progeny and their body fluids. And this constitutes 98% of all the disease that is pandemic. Now, this other pandemic that they're perpetuating, this pandemic, is not pandemic at all. The pandemic that we are seeing is the, is the uh, influence of media in the hearts and the minds of a people who are eating meat, dairy, eggs, chicken, fish, and all of that. Easily manipulated, easily massively herded into one direction. You understand? And then given the ideal of freedom because they can go where they want to go and do what they want to do. And even still with there being so much sheltering in place or, you know, I heard the churches were closed, but on the strip where I am, you know, the people are doing what they do, going where they want to go. The sex places are still open. I'm just saying is that we're in a now moment where we have to become really 
thinking and creative people. We have to be restored in the integrity of what it is to be not just human, but what it is to be truly in the divinity of our being. And it may seem like a quantum leap, but we are living in the infinity of possibilities, so we can quantum leap at any given point in time. The issue is, how much do you really care to be in the fullness of yourself? Are you not tired of just eating and stuffing and eating and stuffing and not doing anything? You're just gaining weight. And you understand, I'm just saying that is a problem, particularly when you see it in your children, which is why womanhood and and mothers and fathers have to exert a full effort in loving and nourishing themselves in order to truly love and nourish their children. But to be a part of a system that allows for the manufacturing and the distribution and the commercial, the advertising and the sublimation of this which has no nutrients whatsoever, it's just pure chemical. Whether they call it Skittles or whether they call it Orbits or whatever they call it that is reachable, at, at the level where two and three-year-olds are, and then that is part of what we make sure that our children have because they can reach it. You understand? So no, there is something seriously skewed with the society in thinking that money absolves them of the responsibility of their morality, that money absolves them of the responsibility of understanding duty, obligation, and purpose in being as wombed men, the perpetuator of lineages, or men, the progenitor of lineages, and to know that those ones who work for these companies have children of their own, but then you work for companies that are manufacturing and poisoning children. So this is why I am continuing to do radio with WRFG, as much as I can and do any other thing that I can do in order to really get us to understand that reversing the disease state, whether it's AIDS or cancer or diabetes or emphysema or eczema or psoriasis, I don't care what you call it, you always have to start with returning to the divine design of your body. And to understand that the spirit that is in the body actually dwells in the body. That the body is your living space just like a turtle lives in its shell. And, you know, crabs got their shells. We just got a soft shell called skin. You understand? But the trunk of us between the, the throat and the pelvic area, I'm just saying it's the trunk. So you wake up every day and you brush your teeth and you bathe the outside of the body, but then you spend the rest of the day junking up the trunk, putting junk in your trunk. So I'm just saying that's where all your vital organs are. So all of the things that we're seeing that have become so pandemic, we can change it. The issue is how much do you love your life? How much faith do you actually have? You understand? And that's why we have to get back to God being the elephant in the room. Don't nobody really want to talk about God as, as if they say, oh, well, the only way you can talk about God is if you're in church. But you can't be in life and talk about God when God is the, the, the causation of all of life itself, that which we call God, which I really refer to as the intelligence of existence, because it has to be much more intelligent than the people, because whatever the people do, It continues to thrive. 
You understand that, you know, from 40 years ago, when uh, Marvin Gaye was talking about the mercury in the, in the, in the waters and everything, y'all didn't stop eating fish. It just got worse and worse and worse in terms of the amount of larvicides and pesticides and herbicides that's also in the water, but now it's in your tissues, and now you have all of these rashes and allergies and this and that related to all of these things. All right, but the earth herself is still thriving. There's still places where it's clear water. There's still places that are absolutely phenomenally beautiful, where the green is green and the blues are blues, and it's living in technicolor. I'm just saying is that we're in a now moment where we really should be very, very grateful and very thankful that we have options, that our options are much greater than having to just follow the madness and that if you're tired of being mad if you're tired of being angry if you're tired of being sick if you're tired of having all of these medications and whatnot you have options and the option is is to commit every atom and every cell of your being to being cleared and cleansed and purified to commit every atom and every cell of your being to being harmonized within the will of existence the laws of existence and the love of your being you understand? Because, see, love is the fulfillment of the law. And love is the harmony of truth. And the truth is that we each are these points of this absolute and supreme intelligence, which is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal. And it, it is irrespective of what hue of people we are. See, the divisiveness frequency, so that black people and white people and and other, other ones, everybody's got issues. Everybody's beefing with each other. And I'm saying is that, no, we ain't supposed to be all like that because everybody has their gifts. That's a trick by those ones who are pushing this envelope of genocide and depopulation. And for those of you who've known me over these 21 years, you know I've been talking about this for 21 years. And here we are this time later. Now they got y'all masking and, and blocking your breath, your breath is the animating force of your life. It maintains you and sustains you. Try living without it. So while you are oppressing the breath under mandate, they're telling you, oh, you can't come in here unless you have a mask and you're working every day under mask, six, eight hours a day, suppressing your immune system, but nobody told you to cleanse your body. They didn't tell you to stop eating the meat, the dairy, the eggs, the chicken, the fish, all of the stuff that is rotting on the inside, and then you're breathing the carbon dioxide in. No, this cannot be anything other than a plan to make you sicker because that's what it's doing. It's not protecting you from anything or anybody. But I know it's hard for you to hear it because y'all want to believe everything that comes across the television. You know, without realizing that those who are controlling the television are trying to control masses of people, which is what you're seeing. You understand? So for all of the ones who get up and you got your, your designer mask now, everyone to do with a different outfit, you understand? You go happily where you're going, suppressing your immune system, continuing to eat the meat, smoke the cigarettes, drink the alcohol, do everything that is detrimental to your functioning. And I'm just saying is that this is a problem where you have people who will continue to defile themselves, to continue to undermine themselves, then think that there's some initiative that those ones who allow you to do that, who, who have put that in place, who are the profiteers behind it. 
You understand, these guys, they got stocks in the companies. It's the pharmaceutical company, the biotech companies, the pesticide, the herbicide. You understand, I'm just saying, when you're dealing with such an insecure people that they think that masses of money makes them powerful, they think that being in a position where they can kill everybody is power. And I'm saying this is really bizarre that so many people can't see it. But if you can't see that feeding off the flesh of a dead animal, you have no idea how long it's been dead, is, a, is not in your best interest, then I guess you will fall for anything because it's been so long. This thing has been going on for long and on and on and on. And I'm just saying, let's stop before you can't reverse it. There's so many people who's making transitions. So many people who just refuse to listen because they believed in death. And I'm saying, okay, if you believe in death, can you believe in death and believe in eternal life at the same time? Can you believe that you have to die from something and believe in your own immortality at the same time? You understand, they've got you where you're kind of dual-minded. You understand, you got a hope and a wish and a whim about it. But then you do nothing to give certainty to your own destiny. And that's what time it is. It's to really understand that the laws of God, the light of God, the truth of God, the peace of God, the poise of God, the power of God, the wealth of God, the prosperity of God is something that we all have access to. Now, we're not all wanting to be there. Most people are not really trying to be known for their right alignment, their righteousness, their godliness. They don't mind being the worst of themselves. But you, each of our lives is our gifts. And you're the only one who can make a determination as to what really matters to you in this life. And I'm asking you to really go deep and to make a full commitment to living the rest of your life as the best of your life. That whatever the programs and the agendas are, the people are literally much more populous and should be much more intelligent than those ones who are trying to manipulate everything and everybody. But understand this. There will be some divine reckoning fulfillment of karmic debts for the foundation of the way this country was established for it was how it was built and how it's maintaining it's sustaining itself as a failed experiment you understand I'm just saying you had to fall because it took you to kill so many people in order to establish yourself so think that time can pass but time has very little relativity when it really comes to eternity Civilizations have risen and civilizations have fallen. And this one has fallen so that the kingdoms and queendoms of God can rise. It is our time. You're in tune to the meeting of the inner circle. And this is Adama, your voice of resurrection and heraldess of the eternal.
tuned to the meeting of the Inner Circle, and this is Adama thanking you again for being right where you are, encouraging you to commit to being all that you are as this living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal point of this absolute and supreme intelligence. I guess some of you all feel about why you continue to smoke and drink, whatever happened to the other ones, it ain't going to happen to you. You can do the same thing that these ones did, and nothing happened to you. And I'm just saying is that let's get out of la-la land and get into the reality of the absolute, because we can transcend, transform, and transmute everything to our greater good, and to not make living hard at all, to come to a point and place where we realize how to really live. Because the culture has taught us, oh, well, we got to make a living. And it's not about making a living. It's about living. And had our educational system and religious systems taught us how to live, then we would be already in paradise. And we're already in paradise and in the midst of it and don't realize it. (laughs) So now it's time to get to the real eye seeing so that you can actualize being and come to that place and space where you are really enjoying every aspect of your life. And there are those who are, you know, I know, you know, the ones that I've seen coming up in Detroit and those brothers and sisters were making a lot of money when I was coming up. You know, with the automotive industry and whatnot, and having nice cars and nice rides, and we go skate and do all these things. And you know, then years later, a couple of decades later, you go up there looking like it's been bombed. You understand? But it's the, it's the wealth of the people that were robbed, and it's the wealth of the people that we see being robbed here in Atlanta with so much homelessness and hopelessness, because those products that we have become so fond of at our graduations and celebrations and barbecues and all of that is literally a sucking the life force from people. Okay, now who should be making money from that? And why would you be supporting that? So I'm just saying is that we have gotten used to paying for the poison and wanting the medicine for free. Or they're giving you free medicine, but now it's time for you to heal yourself. And the only way to really facilitate it is to really get rightly oriented in terms of your value system. And valuing yourself and valuing your divine design and yourselves far more than you value the material things. Now, even though we are on a planet that is in a temporal world, material, temporal, corporal, whatever, we are still governed by spiritual laws. So self-knowledge, creator knowledge, and creation knowledge are the trinity for how we flip the script and become a liberated people when there has been such an effort to have everyone so oppressed and depressed and suppressed that now they have to be on all kinds of drugs and medication in order to make it through the day. And for us to realize that we were given life by that which is the designer of life. You understand, we shouldn't, and we're always in its presence. We are animated by it. It beats our heart, it breathes us, it's gifted us itself. And we are all the beneficiaries of it. The issue is, do we really care? to really triumph and be victorious in a time where our lives are easily at stake and the children 
and your grandchildren and your great-grandchildren. And so there is a treatment called Ho'oponopono that was created by Hawaiian clinical psychiatrist who was assigned to a psychiatric hospital for the criminally insane. And he would go to work every day and really do this particular mantra over the patient's files. And he would say, thank you, I love you, forgive me, I'm sorry. Thank you, I love you, forgive me, I'm sorry. Thank you, I love you, forgive me, I'm sorry. And so after about teaching all of the patients the opportunity to do that for themselves, the hospital closed in three years. You know, so we're having to realize that there is so much magic and so much of the mystical that is available to us in terms of how the spirit has power over the physical world. We say mind over matter. You understand? And so many people are sick because they are entertaining the wrong thought. But the wrong thought is being facilitated by bad blood. The bad blood is being facilitated by a a terrible diet, a diet that is not consistent with the divine design of us. And so it says, be ye renewed through the renewing of your mind. It's easiest to renew your mind as a part of your effort in cleansing the blood. You know, to know that one, you are worthy and deserving. That's why your heart is beating. That's why you can breathe. But to undermine your breath with all of this mucus-producing food, what they call it, pancakes, waffles, biscuits, uh, breads, Subway sandwiches, all of this bread is the thing that is creating all of the mucus, is creating all of this hysteria in terms of the potentiality of having this coronavirus or whatever. But I'm telling you, there are so many viruses and bacteria in your body that they just pick one. It's like, just pick one. It doesn't matter. It's all relevant. You understand? But the issue is, is that when upper respiratory disease is the fifth largest killer of 10 million people a year, you understand? I'm just saying that this whole thing has been predicated on food as a tool of oppression. And then you have the weapons of mass destruction, the tobacco, the alcohol, the white sugar, and the pharmaceuticals. So we want to be in a place and space where we have leverage over these things. But in order to have leverage over the thing, you have to have and take control of your thought and your cares and your addictions. You know, and so as arduous a task as it may appear to be, We have the power to do it. And we've seen people be successful from the worst of things because they made up their mind. You understand? So nobody, nobody has more power and authority in your life than you do. So that if you are tired of being sick and tired, if you're tired of of the weight or, or the pain and all of this stuff, then no, you have the ability to shift. And it's about what you're saying to yourself, what it is that you truly care to experience in your life. But I know that because the earth 
is suspended in nothing but eternity. There's so much more outside of the earth. And, and then when we look at the degradation of violence and all of this, all of that still is a very tiny part of life on earth when you look at how big the earth actually is. So to focus on all of the detrimental stuff, to focus on all the bad stuff, and to have that be your news of the day, Every day you get up and you watch the bad news of the day. It puts you in a position where you can't even begin to really fathom how wonderful the intelligence of existence that beats your heart and breathes you. It's like, okay, well, I'm going to smoke and I'm going to drink and I'm just going to just die. It's life is not worth living here. All of this stuff is going on. And I'm saying there is so much life beyond what you're being shown that it is absolutely amazing. It's unfathomably divine. So we're in, in, in divinity. We're always in sacred space, in the presence of and by virtue of the presence of this absolute and supreme intelligence, enough to want to make you dance, hoop and holler and say, yay. So get busy getting cleaned up so that you are not looking to the through the world, to the world through filthy lenses. And so your number for life support is 678-760-9299. It matters that you care to have leverage in a time where the system of things is trying to put you in a place where you are going to be crippled for life in just a bit. You know, and there are those who are. And I'm just saying is that those of you who are able to truly count your blessings, start really counting your blessings, but also consciously commit to being a blessing wherever you are, to know that the experience of life is is always going to be enhanced by the substance and the quality of people that you associate with. It's always going to be enhanced by the quality of being that you're becoming while you're doing what you're doing. It is always going to be better by virtue of your own attitude about it. And to know that that is something that you have to take full responsibility for shaping. But if you continually allow these ones who do not have your best interests at heart to have sway in your life, I guarantee you it will not be as awesome as was intended. So no matter what day you were born or what your sign is or how old you are or whatever, the fact that we all exist in this now moment of eternity means that we are the gift upon the planet at this time. And we should be self-discovering, self-realizing, self-actualizing, standing forward and consciously making the commitments to be all that we were born to be on behalf of those through whom we've come. To be in a place and space where we care to be a glory and to the lineages that we represent and to really represent them well. We don't know all of what their struggles were or their sacrifices. We may have seen a little bit of the adulteration that was put in place by the system of things, but to understand that the system is still bound by absolute law and by law. You get what you apply yourself to. You get what you ask for. You have to care to remember 
that the divinity of existence and the sacredness of life and that which we call God is always going to be a much greater one to be attuning to than the bozos in those places that are trying to have you in a place where you're living steeped in fear and the waste and the stuff in that body that don't belong there. So let's get it out. Let's get cleaned up. And to know that it is through the clearing and the cleansing that we are able to have liberation. It is in kind of getting light. We were told through fasting and prayer, the desires of our hearts will be granted unto you. But if you don't know what's, what, what you truly want, then there's no way to get it. And if all you want is something more to stuff down your throat and junk up your trunk, then you'll have that too, but the fullness of life will be elusive. And so you can't be full of it and then have the fullness of the divinity of your being because the divinity of your being didn't require you to eat all of that stuff and have all those things and be as inebriated and intoxicated and anesthetized and stupefied and all of that. So now we're in a place where we can choose to really stand forward and to to be in a place where we're just like those trees. We're just getting more firmly rooted into the soils of truth, consciously caring to be taking full advantage of all of that which is available to us. Now, the issue I've really noticed over the years of my doing holistic life's changing and really uh, facilitating one's knowing how to reverse their issues is that whatever ideas you have when you got all of this stuff going on, once you clean up, you're going to be thinking much more holistically, much more powerfully. You understand? But see, what happens is that when your blood is defiled with all of this rot, all of this gas, all of this chemicals, and all of that. It's very difficult, even if you have a good idea, to truly implement it fully. And for those ones who thought like the microwave was a good idea, you know, they had to be toxic because they created something toxic. You understand? I'm just saying is that when we approach something from, from the knowing that we as beings are here to, are here to facilitate wholeness and wellness, then there's no way that we're going to create something that is killing and undermining and whatnot unless you're toxic, you know? And so that's where we are having opportunity to see that there is order in existing and law in existing. And we can call that God because it is God. It's, it's a fail-safe. It's like nobody can defeat it. You can't kill it and survive it because <laughs> there's only one one of us in the place anyways like myself yourself himself herself all right self is god held by law and that's why we were told every head will bow and every knee will bend and so let's care you understand the brothers who feel as though getting over on women and laying up here and laying up there these brothers in, end up with pitiful lives in the sense that they don't have anybody that's there for them. Their children are that there for them. I'm just saying is that we have a history. We got, we got records of people. We know people already. So why go down that road? I met a young man the other day outside of my center. And I talked to him. And I'm saying, how old are you? 
and he wasn't that old. I said, why are you doing the same thing you saw the old school do? He said, yeah, I am, am I? I said, yeah, you, you're going down that same road. You don't have to go down that road, that, that drinking and smoking and getting high and this and that. That doesn't do anybody any good. Can't y'all see that? And to have these young guys with a pocket full of money, can't keep their pants up and whatnot, I'm just saying is that we were here to learn how to be real women the perpetuator of lineages and real men, the progenitor of lineages, mothers and fathers, grandmothers and grandfathers, great-grandmothers and great-grandfathers, great-great-grandmothers and all that great-great-great-great-great. And y'all got a problem with greatness. (laughs) You don't have no problem with greatness. (laughs) Have a problem with not being your great self. If you're going to have a problem, have a problem with that and resolve it by making the commitment to be great. Be grand. You say, well, I'm already a grandmother. Yeah, but you're giving your children Halloween candy, right? You give them all kinds of artificial colors, artificial flavors, and then they're having seizures, and you're taking them to the hospitals. And I'm just saying is that there is enough sob story and enough tragedy that we have to begin to take responsibility for creating it. Because those who are the profiteers or the think that they're profiting. But there's no real profit when you undermine the lives of children. And without understanding that there is absolute law, you know, those judges who who just gave all kinds of stupid time to brothers and sisters for really doing nothing, we don't get a chance to see their lives and see the lives of their children with their grandchildren. We don't get a chance to to really see how law actually functions. But it is not something arbitrary. It's something that we can know and we hold in and, and walk accordingly. And when we understand that the law is actually love and the love is the harmony of truth and the truth is that we're also gifted and blessed, then there's no reason to be robbing and undermining and and destroying other people's lives. You understand? And the speculation towards race riots and all of this stuff and people just killing people. I'm just saying all of that is the evidence of the toxicity. You understand? It benefits no one. From all of the postcards that we saw where we had all of these Europeans, you know, standing around seeing black bodies hanging. They castrate you, set you afire and whatnot. And I'm saying that these generations still exist and these other ones who shoot us, shoot us in the street and then we have no recourse. But then 99% of every dollar you want to give them for your fried chicken and your lamb chops and your pork chops and your hoghead cheese and all of this. These are not our businesses. And, and why it is that you're missing this or those ones who are been in prison and all of this poison that they serve you in prison and then you come out of prison and then don't want to cleanse yourself. And so, you know, you're just happy to be out. But I know... Uh, quite a few have passed away getting out because they did not move forward with the cleansing that was necessary. And they went back into their family's lives and being influenced by the family. So I'm just saying is that when 90% of the people have been programmed by a death culture, then you have to be the one to stand up and take responsibility. Be the one to stand up and come into leadership. It's your time to do it. If it's not you, then who?
I'll be forward in just a bit. And so those who have grandchildren who are really not thriving the way that they should, you know, sometimes the children are not going to hear you unless they can see you doing well. You know, and this is a thing, we're show, show me kind of people, so, you know, a lot of times you have to really look well. And because everybody's been impacted and affected by a system that thrives in multi-trillion dollar industry of sickness, illness, and disease where the people have become a commodity, you understand how much medication and how much sickness and how much illness and how many surgeries and how many body parts exchanges and all of that, then you've got to be in a place and space where it really matters to you that you are really on a whole other frequency of care. You understand? Because your children and your grandchildren, they don't need to be suffering. You understand? They don't need to be suffering. And now what we see is that when you raise them up on a lot of starches and chips and this and that, then they become very uh, unmanageable. You know, they act out in, in stores and, you know, and you see it all the time where people are having to reprimand their children and spank them and fuss at them and cuss at them and whatnot because they are not properly nourished. All mental illness is literally nutritional deficiency. And that's why it's so necessary for us to understand how the food has been played for so long as something that everybody has to have. But it's really the breath that everybody has to have. Sunshine, fresh air, space to grow. But we have to be loved. And it's very difficult to really love and to know the real medicine that love actually is if you were never given it. If you were just disciplined and you were told what to do and you were knocked down and beaten and kicked and this and that. And I'm just saying all of this is the evidence of the toxicity because ones and ones whose blood is clean would never do it. So we have the opportunity to create what I refer to as the blood of Christ, a bloodstream that bears no violation of violated beings, no inebriants, no intoxicants, no artificial colors and flavors and behavior-modifying chemicals. And I say behavior-modifying because it, they've, they've modified our behavior to the degree to which we see that there's something wrong, but we're not responding correctly. We understand that we're being warred against, but we're not responding correctly. There's no sense of protection or defense or care. You understand? Then you become self-destructive, self and other, you know? And to be in a place where you're mad and angry and teed off all the time, frustrated, depressed, all of this is because of the condition of the tissues and the blood. Spirit is in that body and that's why I'm emphasizing the need for a daily cleansing and offering you support at 678-760-9299. And there's so much that we have available to us. And for you to have access and to listen to so many different ones. That's why I'm asking you 
to really give, to support a station that is supporting you and to support this program which supports you. You know, to let though that you appreciate my voice and my messaging. You understand? I know that I might be a little different than most, you know, because I am emphasizing the thing that the world don't really speak too much about, but it's becoming the thing that we have to embrace in order to transcend, transform, and transmute all of this into that which is going to be our salvation and our deliverance from it all. But if you don't acknowledge that there is a right way to live and you can live any kind of way you want to, but is it really living? Now we're having to reassess what real living actually is and what real health actually is. Because people think that because they've been free of a diagnosis that they are healthy. And then other ones, no. And I talk to people all the time, you know, have you been diagnosed with anything? No. How much do you weigh? Well, it's this and how it's, you know, just saying is that you could be overweight and not be diagnosed with anything, but you know that you're overweight. And you know the strain that it puts on the knees and the ankles and the joints. So I'm just saying is that we don't have to be told. We know for ourselves. And so for where we are right now, The time that you have is the now moment. So get real still if you have to. To get real clear, because you need to. To value yourself and your children and your lineages to a much greater extent than you ever have before. Because the energy of the love and the desire will make things happen. It'll open up doors that we didn't know existed. It will bring people into our sphere that have answers where we may not have gotten them previously. That addictions can be overcome. That sickness can be overcome. Those are things that are temporary. The truth is that we are all divinely designed and already whole and complete as living spirits. The body is a temporary place for knowing and learning self-mastery to the degree to which we are not a detriment to ourselves. And where we've been, we're having the opportunity to correct. And it's a gracious blessing. And so I'm encouraging you to realize that You are the most phenomenal gift you'll ever have. Nobody can give you anything greater than who you are. And there's nothing that you can do that truly matters if you don't matter to yourself. This is Adama. You're with the meeting of the inner circle.